up you luscious love cats you're listening to the imperial senate podcast i'm your host charlie ashby and today we are celebrating 50 episodes of the show that's right way back in the year of our law 2016 <laughs> we kick-started off our senate pod and started to go on this wild and wacky journey speaking of wild and wacky joining me as always are my lovely co-hosts nikki kuma and claire stribling Eh, what's up, Doc? <laughs> I love a good Bugs Bunny reference. <laughs> Star Wars pod. Yeah, very very popular at the moment. It's the closest to Jackson we'll get. So, eh. What's up, Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> Kill the wabbit. Kill the wabbit. Oh, yeah. my goodness gracious. We did it. It took us just under three years, but we did it. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Better late than never. <laughs> to be fair, we, we've definitely had more than fifty episodes. Yes, we have. This is this is the official main line of the show fiftieth, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wouldn't even imagine we would be here anyway. So it's anything's great to be honest. <laughs> it's just awesome <laughs> to have fifty episodes, and you know. Like we said, it's funny that there's like those other shows that we just love and we're friends with that like started like yesterday and they're already gone there a hundredth episode. Right. <laughs> but we're you very, know what? Uh, Keep your expectations low and you will never be disappointed. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's our catchphrase, right? It totally is. <laughs> how have you how have you both been? Huh? Not bad. Got a little bit of a little throat bug in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually where they that's usually where they go tends to be yeah it's been a little been a little coffee but i'm uh i'm good right now i mean myself were... every again <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad you were willing to brave the internet for number 50 nikki we appreciate that <laughs> yeah. yeah i had to i mean it's only because i care Psh, we lay my body it. on the line <laughs> My life for the pod. <laughs> You're the bravest man I've ever met. <laughs> you gotta name your uh, kid after me then at a train station. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, now that I think about it, what if like what if Harry just decided to give him Severus like give him that name at the station? <laughs> and he's just like, You are Albus Severus. Like, what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> when did that happen? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dad, I'm Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Potter. <laughs> Shut your fucking mouth, Albus Severus. <laughs> Silencio. <laughs> sure, sure, now get on the train. Get on, go. Go, Albus Severus. <laughs> go on and do great things in Gryffindor. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, don't, don't fuck anything up with the time. Yeah. Like, if you're a Slytherin, you're cut out of the will. <laughs> Oops. Um, what sort of name is that anyway? Albus Severus. Like, fuck off. That's the name of a kid who gets, like, like super wedgied, you know? Albus Severus. That kid Severus. is stuck in his locker. I named you after the guy who tried to... Who planned my death since I was a baby. <laughs> and the guy who used to wank over my mum. <laughs> I mean, who okay. wouldn't, right? <laughs> oh, <Jesus Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Technically, technically, the canon answer to that is Voldemort. Saying. <laughs> oh. What is it? What is it? Because Cursed Child really throws it into a ringer. Like, we're, not, we're not talking about Harry Potter, okay? Yeah, tune into our Tom Riddle bonus content. Um, podcast if you want to know more about that exactly um right let's kick off episode 50 of a bang obviously a few episodes ago we set up a really pretty neat competition on our twitter account in which one lucky listener could win a very special limited edition lego battle of hoff diorama now for a chance to enter you had to submit a reason why you like the show and follow us on twitter now, we've been scouting throughout all the replies, added all the names, and have randomized them up so that we have a clear winner. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Right. Without further ado, Nikki, would you like to announce who has won this very snazzy prize? Oh, drum roll, everybody. <laughs> so, the winner of the Battle of Hot Diorama is the one and only Matthew. Thurbon, congratulations. Yeah. Turbo in the house. You are the winner, my guy. Um, I'll read out his little statement for everybody, which is pretty darn great. Um, so he quoted our tweet with, I deserve this Lego because I saw Empire at the cinemas in 1980, and I've busted my arse being a Star Wars fan ever since. Wait, strike that. Reverse it. I don't deserve shit. Listen to Infinite Pod because I'm proud to call them friends and they create brilliant Star Wars content. Aw, Turbo. Bless Bless your socks. Just the socks, though. Nothing else. (laughs) I mean, let's not be greedy here. He just got one. He just won a Lego set. True. He doesn't need any more blessings. No, for real, though, Turbo, thank you so much for saying such nice things about us and for being an awesome guy and a great friend. And we had a fantastic time with you in April. So Mm -hmm. much fun. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll give everyone a chance to listen to this and then we will get in touch with you and uh, figure out the best way to get the Lego set to you. Oh yeah. Congratulations. I mean, what a, what a great way to kickstart the show. And obviously, when we started off the show, Nikki, it was a more of a serious, casual Star Wars. Or I say serious. We always try to start and be a bit serious, but we always end up 
you know, being us. Um, and I feel like what really brought the show into its own was when we introduced the really uncomfortable concept <laughs> of what made us moist. That's true. Um, so <laughs> to celebrate that, let's talk about what made us moist this week in Star Wars news. Um, you want to go first? Uh, Claire. <laughs> oh, oh, I, I go first. <laughs> okay. So, um, so other than it being our 50th episode of the Imperial Senate podcast, um, which is very moist. Um, my, my moist, I have, I, I guess it could be my, my moist evening happened Ooh. last night. That's not really bad. Holy uh. thank Meow. But anyway, I had a very moist night last night. Oh, God. Sorry. Wait. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Time out. Charlie, is your sexy music the Seinfeld theme? Wow, that's fucking going. Okay. Oh, wow. I'm learning new things about you every day, Charlie. I mean, if that won't get a wet, then what will? <laughs> Probably a lot of other things. Episode <laughs> <Yeah>, 50. Episode <laughs> <was a> 50. <laughs> um, anyway, so last night I was working, I was bartending, and then I went out with some buddies of mine after work for a few drinks with them and uh, and my buddy Nick's parents. And um, it was super fun. And pretty much the entire evening at work and after was all about Star Wars. And so I had, I had a, um, a, I was not drunk. I had one drink at this point, but I had a conversation that lasted, I swear, 30 minutes with some random person's dad who, who to this day, I don't know, um, who we have planned a Star Wars movie marathon Dang. at my buddy Nick's parents' house. And we talked, I swear, we talked for so long about, um, about Star Wars and about his childhood memories, seeing Star Wars in the movie theater. And it was the most delightful conversation. Plus, somebody actually, like, outside of the Star Wars podcasting and Star Wars fan community, somebody actually wanted me to sit down and rave at them and rant at them about Star Wars. So I had a very moist time because I was in my element in a setting that I did not expect. So that is that is my moist moment. I don't want to typecast you, Claire, but <laughs> how much of that conversation involved the crumb? <laughs> um, actually, only only a sliver of it. I, not as <laughs> much only as I a good forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I would dedicate a solid seven minutes to the crumb. There we maybe. Go. So, because um, he asked who my favorite character was, so I was like, "Okay, do you want the real answer or do you want the the real answer?" Characters <laughs> answer. He's like, "Okay, well, give me both." <laughs> and then I re- and he didn't remember. He was not familiar with the name Salacious Crumb, so I mm. had to educate him on why he's fantastic and why he's the best boy, and basically lectured him while like my buddies and his parents are like laughing. They're like, dang, she's really thought this out. <laughs> um, made a bit of a fool of myself, but I had a fantastic time and somebody was willing to listen. <laughs> I sweat really hard over those questions. Of, right. Like, favorite character. Cause like, this is sort of like my thing or I won't say it. Like there are a lot of star Wars fans at work, but 
I always sort of feel like I have this kind of semi target <laughs> on my back because I might just be the most like embedded in the Star Wars sort of news. And they always like come at me with these kind of questions like, oh, what's your favorite character? What's blah, blah, blah. What do you, I'm just like, I don't know. I can't answer this stuff. <laughs> it's like, just leave me alone. Uh, yeah. Too much they, pressure. They put, me, they put me under strain. I'll say that much. Yeah. I feel that. That said, who's your favorite character, Claire? <laughs> <laughs> of the original trilogy, Ooh, I think that's how we yeah. narrowed it down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Leia is my girl. She was my hero growing up. I wanted to be Princess Leia, and I wanted to be as strong and confident and just badass as Leia. So that is that is who I talked about. And then of course the one who's the closest to my heart is Mr. Salacious, but you know, they understood that by the end of it. They right. got a life lesson right there. There we go. For sure. Hell yeah. So, so uh, who wants to share their moist moment next? <laughs> Fine. I'll <laughs> go. Um, what made it? <laughs> He's, he's just getting warmed up. Um, I think, yeah, personally for me, I feel like what made me moist was the announcement of these really cool Age of Resistance comics. Mm. Uh, I think they got revealed today. Um, really cool sort of cover art by Phil Noto, who's doing, I mean, he's done like amazing, he's like one of the best in the business, comic-wise, artist-wise. And wow, that was really clear. Um <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't read the Age of Republic or Age of um, Age of Republic, Age of Rebellion series yet. I haven't read any of them, but I am interested in, in seeing these stories because you've got Kylo Ren, you've got one with Snoke, mm. and they have a really cool teaser line that's just like along the lines of has he underestimated? He's trying to seduce obviously Ben, not like going on a date. Wow, wow. And, um, Wait, what's the deal with snow? Um, <laughs> we don't even know Jerry Seinfeld. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, get out of there. Um, I just, yeah, I love the idea of like, because it's just something along the lines of has he underestimated the um, the son of Holland Leia? I just love that line. And I love, I love that notion because I feel like anything Lucasfilm does is for a reason, especially with these time materials. There's always like threads of stuff that will be in the film. So I feel like that is a bit on the nose in terms of what could happen in episode nine. Um, and yeah, there's a really cool Rose Tico story with Paige. Ooh. And um, the one I'm looking forward to the most, I love the cover up for is the Ray and Leia one Ooh. telling some stories about Ray and, Layer together, I think probably between is the episode seven sort of you know that twenty minutes they were spent together basically. Um, still, I'm interested by that. Obviously, this is before she met Luke as well, so I'm sure she heard all great stories and had. It's just so much you could do about that, and that's what made me moist. Nice, Nikki. Um, let's see. I guess for me, I've had a pretty unhealthy level of moistness. Um, <laughs> it's fast like we could it's pretty bad get a bucket I mate. know um, 
but I've been thinking a lot about uh, Savi's workshop <laughs> and yes. building a lightsaber <laughs> at Galaxy's Edge. Now, I don't know when I'm going to go. It could be soon. It could be very soon. Fingers crossed. Or it could be much later. Um, I don't know. But I'm already online like watching all these YouTube videos and reviews and I'm like, well what what uh pathway am I gonna pick? What theme of savers? Oh my god, what crystal? Oh what would I even build? So I've just been like I've been very moist at the prospect of um building a lightsaber. I've been rewatching the Younglings arc from the Clone Wars. It's one of my favorites. And um oh, Gunji! Baby Gunji <laughs> They're all so great. And then I was making myself sad thinking about those kids in Order 66. Will you shut your mouth? Oh. Yeah. But I think for me, I've narrowed it down. I've I've got three living, three dead. And I'm pretty happy with that list. But uh oh, wait, time out, time out. But but who who makes the cut? Hmm. Okay. Well who do you want to hear first? The the dead or the alive? Cut. <sighs> I don't know. I'm just scared either way. Okay, well, I'll I'll start with the alive. No, do the other way because then you're building oh, okay, up to it. If you just right, yeah, alive, start with the you dead. Know who's dead. Okay, first one dead is Petro. Like he would do something so like, you know. Oh yeah, I'll take on the five hundred first battalion. <laughs> Oh my god, so true. No, that kid is not making it out of Order 66. Yeah. Yes. No, and, and it's not like he wouldn't go like, like a punk. Like He'd just be like, he'd be so just headstrong and be like, oh, I got this. And, you know, take out a few maybe. But then, yeah, he's not lasting long. Um, then I think uh, uh, Zat doesn't make it. Um, I don't really know why. I just don't, I'm just not digging Zat. I mean, I love Zat as a guy. Or as a Nautilus. Nautilus are legit. He's, a, he's also a little bit um, timid. He's too reliant on the technology, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so he'll be like, oh, this data pad will save me. I'll show them a picture of us being friends. <laughs> he's like one <laughs> of those guys. I, like, I envisioned him being one of those people who was like playing Pokemon Go and not watching as they walk into the street and get hit by a bus. That's, how that's I exactly him. Yeah. 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 He'll just walk into blaster fire. <laughs> yeah, the clone will go, I heard you like technology. What about this blaster bolt? <laughs> um, so, yeah, he, I don't think he makes it. And then I think the last one who doesn't make it is, oh, God, let me double check the name. I think I I don't want to say it wrong. Um, there we go. Gennody. I don't think Gennody makes it. Um, okay, good, because Gunji makes it. Okay. The Rodian. Yeah, the Rodian Gennody. I don't think she makes it out. I think she I, I just remember her complaining a lot. <laughs> I don't feel like she would I don't feel like she would make it. Um <laughs> so there we go. Emperor, why are you putting why are you sticking stormtroopers on us? Yeah, she'd be like, Hey, why are you blowing up our doors? Stop it. <laughs> Anakin, that lightsaber really hurts. Stop. <laughs> um but yeah, Jesus. I don't think I don't think she would make it. So that leaves our survivors as Katuni, who is like obviously the smartest one. Um, she makes it out. Uh, Gunji makes it out because he's just epic. He may have a, like he may have an awful life of a little bit of enslavement on Kashyyyk, but I think he leads a Wookiee rebellion eventually. And then um, then Biff is a survivor because he 
He you know, he's cautious, but in the right way now. Because before he was like too scared, and now he's like gonna hang on to that caution, but also be brave, and he's gonna make it out. So they're my three survivors. Gunji's uh-huh. still yeah. right. So you know, Boba Fett had that Padawan braid, and he also had the Wookiee scalp. What if the same person? Can you not? <laughs> he didn't have Can a braid. Really not? He didn't have a braid. That's right. <laughs> he can't Look, it might be one of the oh others. Oh my god, you jerk. None of them got braids. <laughs> They're younglings. <laughs> Why do you say these things, Charlie? Why do you say this? You hurt me. They're dead. <laughs> wow, happy 50th. Really good, like, good vibes going on here at the Imperial Senate podcast. It might be our last episode because I murder Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm telling you, three make it up. But um, <laughs> also, I have to disagree with your 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 idea that the the douchebaggy one would die for being a douchebag. If he's a condescending white dude, he's oh, not I don't think he's white though. So right. Is he, I don't is he not white? He's white. He's he's a bit tinted. I haven't watched this episode. Um, but I don't know. Who knows? Let's um, debate the race of of okay. uh, animated <laughs> characters. <laughs> <laughs> any co- I do apologize any condescending dude there we go that's also true um, but yeah I think uh, that all stems from Sabi's workshop <laughs> so yeah oh Sabi's workshop I can't wait to go I hope it's soon yes I hope you get to go and I will cry honestly just knowing that you're there I will happy cry for you I'm hoping maybe during celebration I'll get to go visit Galaxy's Edge with the five million people that will be joining me that week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's another thing worth mentioning is a collective moistness. I don't think we've had an episode since, or maybe we have. I think we did actually. Our last episode we mentioned it, but celebration in August of 2020. Woo-woo. It's coming. We'll see you there. Yeah. That's going to be moist. That's sweaty be moist. Good. Mm, August. That is true. <laughs> California in August. Mm, mm. <laughs> it could be worse. We'll think of it that way. <laughs> There'll be pools. <laughs> we should. We should. We should be fine. I would imagine. Yeah. Mm. No? yeah. You know how they say we, that we women get... like sparkle or glisten that they don't sweat. That is a bold faced lie. I sweat, so I'm sorry, guys. I'm gonna have like five different sticks of deodorant in my purse at all times at celebration. I'm gonna be smelly as hell. Well, Love the scary you. thing is, the scary <laughs> thing is that some people won't have all that. You're right. Extra You're stuff. so right. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when you that's when you hear like all the bad stories from like the f- celebrity photo ops, and they're like, man, <laughs> some of these people come oh. in and they're just like, they're just not good. <laughs> Yikes. Um. So yeah, just if anyone's listening and you don't already, just practice practice that convention hygiene, guys. It makes everyone's life better. <laughs> Antiperspirant deodorant combination. Make sure it's not just one or the other. Mm-hmm. Love, Claire. Make them jelly. Don't be smelly. <laughs> That's the life. That's my motto. <laughs> so... As it's the 50th episode, we asked you guys, the audience, to give us some questions, some voicemails, emails, and stuff. And this is the section where we go through that. It's um, funnily enough titled, 
the section where we go through the voicemails and oh, Twitter yeah. questions. <laughs> um, it just rolls up. It's really fun. snappy. Absolutely. Um, so, should we start with the Twitter questions? Yes. Let's do it. And these aren't just questions as well. Some of them are statements. I should probably mention that before someone passive-aggressively tweets me, um, which I'm sure will happen. Okay, let's start off. Um, Andy Campbell at that Geek Andy, who we love. Um, what are some of your favorite behind-the-scenes footage or documentary in any Star Wars DVD slash Blu-ray discs? Hmm. 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 <laughs> Commence three hours of hmm. <laughs> I'll go first. Um, the beginning. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. That is the best behind the scenes Star Wars anything for me. So good. So candid. Yeah. yeah for real. Mainly, I know people always say stuff like, um, oh, it's because you see like the behind, like, you know, like, all these elements and stuff, but mainly the reason I vote for that is because there's a really cool, like there's a really amazing scene where George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are talking to each other on the set, and it's like they're five year olds, like who are like, it's like they're five year olds talking about their action. <laughs> yeah, mm. I remember the one about the battle droids. Yeah. Yeah. So they got the battle droid, and Steven Spielberg's like, okay, yeah, and it's like it's like a stormtrooper before, but like they're they're before the stormtroopers, and they're shooting. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, it's just like me when I was like four. I love it. <laughs> yes, that's that would be my favorite um, extra mm-hmm. from behind the scenes. That's a good one. Uh, Nikki? Um, I guess I'll pick the, the director in The Jedi for the, uh, the sort of Last Jedi one. Um, that one was... I actually watched that really late. For some reason, I felt like... I needed a little bit of time before I went to see that. So I don't think I watched it until like maybe a year after the last Jedi came out. And um, then once I did, it was just, it was amazing. It's, it, you just see how much everybody cares about doing the best they can. And um, there's just some great moments of, of Ryan Johnson on set and just seeing all the things that he did. Ron Bergman is a, legend i feel like everybody in their life needs a ron bergman who just keeps their tra- life on track um and yeah it's it's, a, it's amazing it's amazing to see everything that went into it and one like particular scene that i know is really great is uh the um mark hamill uh reconnecting with frank oz when they're starting to do all the the yoda stuff and that's that's a really magical moment in that documentary. oh cry every time Mm-hmm. It's so good. Beautiful. Claire. Come on. <laughs> well you guys took the two don't that be, I was <laughs> You guys took the two that I was kind of narrowing down between. Um after Rogue One came out. I have a certain fondness for that episode three deleted scene with Genevieve O'Reilly being Mon Mothma for the first time, yes. uh, which is legit. Um, of course, like director in the Jedi and the beginning are like, they are just so much. It, it's just, so it's that. And then it's also like, I have to send an honorable mention out to 
Um, while it's not the best deleted scene, it will always have a great place in my heart. And that is the deleted scene from Solo where Han and Kira get wet, <laughs> avoiding the Imperial Troopers <laughs> because that was the origins of our moist story. And gotta love Indiana Jones and the and the hating the snakes or whatever in the in the wet barrel or whatever that they're hiding in. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that those are my two honorable mentions. But the beginning and director and the Jedi are both just so full of fascinating information that it's just and crazy glimpses at those movies that you don't find in a lot of other films. Um, they really took the time to give you a glimpse into how those movies were made. But yeah, I guess that would be my answer. Mm-hmm. I got a, just a quick honorable mention as uh, very Ooh. specifically <laughs> the attack of the clones blooper reel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's, it's like a good half of it is maybe Hayden Christensen falling down. And like tripping over himself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. um, poor buddy. It's it's so good. It's so funny. And um that one's really great. And then that bizarre breakdancing Yoda video. I remember discovering that for the first time. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? Um, but I'm also like sort of into it. Um not yet. That was an Easter yeah, egg, right? I think they both were. Like on the DVDs, it was like I, I only ever remember stumbling into them. Yeah, I feel like on the Attack of the Clones one, you had to like click on like a mm-hmm. window or something strange like that. I remember my my favorite Attack of the Clone delete uh, blooper reel. Sorry, was the um, Jango Fett falling off oh, the Camino platform? And you uh, and uh, McGregor That's... breaking the control of the speeder, <laughs> or was it Hayden? No, it was Hayden Christensen breaking <laughs> the control. I think. Um, yeah, there, there was there was there's some great stuff in there. Well, um, Claire, do you want to read our next question? I would love to. Uh, from Pablo Machado at El Machas, what, well, what's your favorite song from the Star Wars scores? Man. Huh. Man, people are coming in with these hard questions. It's so difficult. <laughs> I, know my, I know my Go one. for it. What is it? So my favorite song from the Star Wars score is Luke and Leia from Return of the Jedi. Um, mm, that's mm-hmm. an interesting pick. It is my favorite song because it's, it's mainly about my two, well, my joint favorite character, the Space Twins, who I adore so much. And it imbues and I think makes a really great scene, one of like the best acting between Carrie and Mark, in my opinion, in Return of the Jedi, when they're having that big discussion. But that whole scene is mainly fueled by that music. Um, it means a lot to me. Like it just it always hits me emotionally, and you hear it in Episode Eight as well, and that really gets me. Um, Particularly, obviously, because when Carrie passed away, but also because when Star Wars was coming back for the first time, it never really truly properly hit me until when I went to that special Anaheim, but in London, it was in London, it was the streaming of the Anaheim event, and we watched the trailer, and we saw Han and Chewie saying, Chewie, we're home, and I saw all these people crying and stuff, and I was like, it's amazing, I'm so happy, but it didn't hit me yet, like emotionally, but then, as soon as the theater like was shutting down, like and like the lights came down, uh, came back up. Sorry, 
and we were starting to leave. The music they started to play was Luca Leia, and I lost it. Like I was like mm-hmm. weeping because that music is so beautiful. It's just that, da, 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 and it builds. It's so know, emotional. It's hard to explain that. It's so emotional, and it, and it you truly do feel for these characters, and it builds throughout the scene until it gets to the crescendo. Mm-hmm. And you have that lovely little bit as well at the end of that scene. I know it. I know people say, "Oh, we're talking about the scene now," but I feel like they're both intertwined, and especially that bit with Han as well. Like he's like saying, "I'm sorry." Because it shows you this point where all these characters have grown so much, and I just love—I just love that. That's mm-hmm. my favorite song. Yeah, the spark is the last Jedi rendition. Um, the spark track is just—it's stunning. Um, but let's see. I think uh, for me, I think the best song is Princess Leia's theme. I think oh. that is—I think that is like the. For me, the like the strongest piece of music in the Star Wars soundtrack. Um, but I think my favorite song is actually the Flag Parade. <laughs> um, yes, from from the the opening of the Pod Race. Uh, it I don't know something about that gets me so pumped up every time. Just that opening, um, and then you're just like, oh shit, it is going down. We're gonna race the motherfuckers, <laughs> and. Um, I love it, and it's uh, it gets me so revved up for anything, anytime. That's a good pick too. That's an interesting pick that I didn't expect. That's a mm-hmm. good one. Um, like part of the, I'm trying to rank it between like, there's so many pieces of music that objectively should be my favorite because they're the most iconic, but. They're, they're not, and I appreciate how just insanely iconic and hummable they are. Like, the main theme, uh, the main Star Wars theme will always get me to tear up, which is odd. Just knowing that there's, like, just having the feeling of new Star Wars and hearing that fanfare and the beginning of the Star Wars main title theme. Um, Luke's theme and, uh, and like, the March or the Imperial March, like those two should be. But probably, um, ah, it's so difficult. (laughs) My favorite would probably be Princess Leia, Princess Leia's theme, Mm -hmm. just because I have so many sentimental memories of, of that, especially after Carrie's passing, it's just added to my emotional attachment to that because of my strong attachment to her as a character and Carrie as a person. Um, and they're inseparable and just how, and, and including like my favorite ship of all time, Han and Leia, um, just how Carrie's, uh, or how princess Leia's theme like fed into the melody of Han Solo and the princess. Um, it's just, it's just there. I will hear that first interval, the bum banana, and I'll immediately like be filled with emotion. Like, like I have a t-shirt, um, which is one of my favorite shirts that I don't wear often enough and nobody gets it when I wear it, but it's just, um, it's just a plain like gray t-shirt and there are, there's a staff and it has the music notes to 
the prince princess leia's theme the very first phrase that and it's just that that musical phrase and if you can read music if you can sight read it in your brain you get it (laughs) (laughs) or if you played star wars music in band or something people get it um but it's my own and i get to keep it close to my heart when i wear it and uh yeah, anyway, but it's probably, yeah, that's probably the strongest emotional reaction I get is from the Princess Leia theme. I love it. Yeah, no, it's it's epic. The way the way it builds at the end, and then you get that little, like, violin solo to close it out. It's it's epic. Like, it's just the most gorgeous, insane piece of music. Um, John Williams is a, uh, <laughs> is, a, is, a is a G. Um, also- and I have a fun fact about that piece. I actually learned on the soundtrack show from the fabulous David W. Collins. Um, on the original Star Wars soundtrack, uh, like John Williams, he claimed, he always said that that was his favorite piece of music from mm-hmm. the original soundtrack. And it's the only piece of music from the original soundtrack that gets a full orchestral arrangement, not just the movie arrangement. It gets its own symphonic arrangement. Um, which is kind of neat. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun facts. Um, you know, honestly, that question is like, it's one of the like best Star Wars, but it deserves its whole episode. (laughs) Like what? So, you know, maybe on Patreon, we might throw out a, uh, a little rankings episode and be able to go further into this topic. I think that's a great, it's a great, uh, there's plenty of content there for deciding our favorite musical themes. Absolutely. So check that out, people. <laughs> I have to say as well that that Leia, the uh, the rendition used for the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Oh. I watched it again earlier, and it was just it just blows me away mm-hmm. every time. I don't know how they've managed to add some upward layer of emotion to that amazing almost track, urgency in did. a sense. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's that's how that final and, piece yeah. of it goes, right? Like it's it drives it like really, really fast um, as it builds higher and higher. It's, it's just so yeah, good. it's just brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And Nikki, can I read the next one? Indeed, um, this one comes from Emma at Emphis Nest. Please tell me, <laughs> just her, <laughs> so everyone else stop listening. Please, everyone else mute it. <laughs> please tell me the most moist event of your life. <laughs> hmm. Wow, that is a, that's a that's a high stakes question. There is this unrelated to Star Wars? <laughs> this is just this is the full breadth of our our time on this earth. Wow. Hmm. Okay, so plug your ears if you're not into it, this sort of stuff. Um, there was this one time. Oh my god! <laughs> I was gonna say, how NSFW is this about to get? <laughs> and then, <laughs> and that's where babies come. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Um, yeah, they come from Jesus. I would have to say that's a that's a big. Most moist event of my life. That's a big sort of question. Hmm. You okay? <laughs> we get oh, it. all good. All good. 
Claire is falling down the stairs. No. People who are listening and trying to work out what's going on. No, I'm dog sitting. That's um, the dogs walking upstairs. That's their that's their nails on the hardwood floor. So that's I apologize. Sweet. Oh, it's my for the God. Yes, the pitter-patter of puppy feet. Hmm. <laughs> Great alliteration. <laughs> um, I would say the most moist I've been throughout my life. I, did, I had a lot of fun going to the episode three premiere. That was fun. Because it was just hanging out in Leicester Square with like an X-Wing, a live orchestra, playing Star Wars music. And then, I mean, it was the cast coming out on this balcony. It was awesome. And Hayden Christensen waved at me <laughs> when I waved at him. And I had never smiled so much in my life. Um... And also, yeah, it was just amazing being in the same sort of, even though it wasn't like straight close to me, it was on the balcony, but I was in the same space, breathing the same air as Christopher Lee and all these lot of people. And I mean, Natalie Portman. So, you know. Padme herself. It was cool. I mean, I I was confused at the time because she was bald. (laughs) And um, (laughs) I was like, huh? But yeah, no, it was awesome. Um, Obviously, retrospectively, that was because of Viva Vendor. Mm-hmm. But I would say that was one of the most moist events of my life. You guys? Hmm. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> um, oh, crap. Okay, so <laughs> probably... It's hard to boil it down to one specific moment. Um when it comes to my personal life, um, geez, my non-Star Wars life, it might probably be holding my nephews for the first time. <laughs> Mine's going to sound that's, so dumb compared that's to that. really sentimental. Because <laughs> I, I have twin nephews who are uh, 13 years old. They just turned 13 in January, and one of them is now taller than me. And just thinking about them as small infants is killing me right now because they, they – uh, They'll get into town on Saturday and I get to spend two weeks with them, which will be delightful. Um, personal life, it might be that because that was the, the moment you realize, oh, my God, small humans that cannot love a creature more than I love this creature right now. That's bizarre. Um, and then, <laughs> wow, that got really sentimental. Sorry, gang. Um, but as far as Star Wars Sorry. goes, it's hard to pin down one specific moment, but just celebration chicago it's hard to i can't really there's so many things about it but that whole week was just highs upon highs upon highs yeah absolutely um okay yeah those are all both really good <laughs> it's gonna sound so like <laughs> well um, follow that Nikki, yeah. suck it <laughs> so mine is actually independent of star wars um, it took place July 3rd, 2018. There was a little something called the FIFA World Cup on. <laughs> and <laughs> my beloved Three Lions of England were playing Colombia. Now, Charlie, I don't know if you remember this day, but it was, it was a bit stressful. Um, so yeah. basically there's this like long history of England just fucking up at tournaments, right? And um especially when it comes to penalty shootouts. And it was just like uh 
Columbia got this equalizer, like literally at the death. Um, it went through extra time and it got to penalties and um, England ended up beating Columbia on penalties. And it was this huge thing. And it was like, oh my God. And I just remember that day, like I, that day, like took a physical toll on me. My mom was like, are you okay? Cause I was like, I was like just panting. And this was before the penalties even started. Like I, I had just, I was moist in all the wrong ways. And then, <laughs> and then by the end, I was like, I was getting to the point where like, I was having trouble breathing. I was like panic attacking my way through. I was like, I can't watch this shit. And then when all was said and done, I was moist in the best of ways. So I experienced the full moist spectrum in about 120 minutes. And that was, that was a day where sort of I knew good things could happen, however brief or momentary or whatever. It is, it is great to feel alive in the full spectrum of ways. Yes, sports. Hell yeah. Sports ball. I love that. Did you just say sports I did, ball? yeah. You're welcome. Okay. Just want to, want to double check. Um, we've got a little comment here. Let's press a question from Neil Larry, who is the nicest dude in the world. Um, who says, congrats on... Oh, sorry. At Larry, Neil. should probably mention that. Uh, congrats on reaching 50 episodes. Well deserved. You're all oh. wonderful. Not as wonderful wonderful as Neil, who's always so kind and supportive of everybody and just a bright light of just kindness. So thank you, Neil. That's so Mm -hmm. nice that you reach out, man. Yeah, honestly, like it means a lot. Every time we get one of those tweets, it just means a lot and just reassures us that what we're doing is good in some way, bringing some sort of form of entertainment or light into a world which can often be dark, cold. Yeah. I mean, it's especially true because like you can, like Neil always works really hard to, um, to just like bring the, bring the love to everyone. Right. And, and it's very easy to be like, Mm. (laughs) to see like, you know, like in meme girls, when the person's like, why can't we just all hold hands and, you know, rainbows. (laughs) (laughs) And I was just like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Um, but it's the opposite with Neil. You see something that he writes, and it's just like, oh, man. There we go. That's what it's about. So shout out. Shout out to Neil for being awesome. <laughs> also, shout out to the dogs in the, the back. Dogs agree. sorry. <laughs> These dogs never stop barking. But if they're barking to agree with us that Neil is awesome, then bark <laughs> away, pooches. Bark away. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Don't mind the dogs. <laughs> Probably the dogs saw a squirrel out. or something. Um, well, what better way to finish it off as well by just saying we had um, a lovely message from our, our dear friend Chris Swift at Chris H. Swift, which was him sending us a picture of him putting a middle <laughs> finger. Um, I don't have anything else to say to and that. And you took the picture, that. right, Charlie? Chris. So it's not just, it's not just Chris picture, to be fair. with a middle finger. It is directed to a member of the Senate. So <laughs> it's even more it's even more legitimate. Absolutely. I have nothing to say apart from one thing, which was Chris, Carrie yes, would be proud. Would. Okay. <laughs> oh, we love you, buddy. Middle fingers and all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, we've got some really cool um, sort of like emails coming up as well. But do you guys want to do emails or voicemails first? Oh, you're giving us the choice. Oh, my. Voicemails, voicemails. Oh, of course. Voicemails. Okay. Well, you guys don't know who we have voicemails from. So I'll keep a surprise and you can work out as you listen. Okay, let's go to the voicemails. Why, hello there, Imperial Senate podcasters. It's me, Ben. Hard with no E. Does that ring a bell? I, I hope so, because I've been a listener to you guys for a long time, and I just wanted to give you a big congrats on 50 episodes. Amazing stuff, guys. Keep up the good work. And to commemorate this momentous occasion, I want to give you a question. And you guys ask for questions, and boy, do I have one. So I'm going to present to you a hypothetical situation something that would probably never happen, but hey, we're going to have fun with it. So, the unthinkable happens. Lucasfilm announces that after the rise of Skywalker, the Star Wars saga is being rebooted. And they're starting back with A New Hope, completely remaking that film with a completely new cast. And of course, Kathleen Kennedy has to call upon her most trusted casting directors, Charlie Ashby, Claire Stribling, and Nikki Kumar. So, without further ado, I'm asking you this question. If you had to recast Han, Luke, Leia, and just throw any others in you want, if you want to, who would you pick if you were doing it in the year 2019, 1976? How would you do that? I don't know. I don't even know what my answers would be. Of course, you've got Alden Ehrenreich. You can use him. You can pick somebody else really doesn't matter. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on this and uh, see who you would actually pick to reboot the Star Wars saga. Heaven forbid that would actually happen. But, I mean, it's, everything's possible. And this alternate universe that I've created, yes, it's happening. And it's on you. It's all on you. Don't screw it up. Oh, thanks, Ben. Oh, it's so, it's like, it means a lot. Like, especially from, from Ben, who has two fantastic podcasts, Internet Intergalactic Peace Coalition and Star Wars Underworld Podcast. Just, he is the nicest guy ever and and just a fantastic podcaster. So thank you for sending us a question and your kind words, man. Oh, it makes me happy, Ben. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, the, uh, the Star Wars Underworld was the first Star Wars podcast I ever listened to. So, um I remember, or it, it's always very nice to hear from them and to have met them all, all in different spots. So yeah, thank you, Ben. Even though, the, yeah, it's like having. Say, sorry, it's like having royal royalty yeah, come to us for sure. Ben, the royalty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> How do we approach this question? I'm very much Team Alden. I don't think I think Han is the easiest one. We've got him. Just get Alden back. I'm I'm torn because there's like that. Do I cast who I think would be funny and different, or do I cast who would do a good job in the role? (laughs) Um, I there's like Alden. I'm also Team Alden. I think that, uh, and, and I think that. As far as Luke Skywalker goes, uh, 
I would I would want to throw Taron Edgerton's name out there. I think he could do a pretty good job as a, as a Han Solo or not a Han Solo as a Luke Skywalker. I think he's just sweet farm boy enough potentially to do it. I have a different mm-hmm. idea for Luke. Sebastian oh! Stan. I mean that works. But I, I, I like what did the ages have to line up? Because I don't think Sebastian Stan compared to Alden Eric Ehrenreich you'll get the feeling of an older Han. Like I agree. No, but, not necessarily. Like I think he's great, but also do we need someone young? But also I feel like if we're going to reboot the the franchise, we also we get to rely on things that happened after the front after the original film. Do you agree? So we get to draw from more Fair. than just the original film. Oh, so you're not you're Brief not thinking material. like you're thinking beyond just a a clat, like a straightforward a New Hope remake. Yeah, of course, because uh, yeah, you can't just remake a film just for the sake of it. That would be ludicrous. You have to you know spice up a little JJ bit. So I feel it. like. Yeah, so rather than just have like a just a normal Luke, we could go from the source, like all the other bit of material. And what is the most notorious piece of merchandise? It's Buff Luke. <laughs> <laughs> we we do we we don't even call it episode four. We call it the power of the four. Yes, and we have Buff Luke. And it's Sebastian Stan with a white shirt, barely barely fits him. I mean, I'd have it no other way. Just ripping open. I would have it no other way. <laughs> It'd be beauteous. It would be beauteous. And I feel like oh, Princess Leia. Who would you pick for? Le- I I feel like picking Leia would be. It, it, it would have to be Billy Lord. That'd be dope. That would be really dope. That's all. <laughs> oh, I just saw Booksmart by the way last night. <laughs> Billy Lord is so fucking like hilarious in that movie. Um. Like Which mother, like daughter, man. A She's plug. Just... Go see, go see Booksmart if you haven't. I haven't seen it yet, but it looks good. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, and yeah, Billy Lord is awesome. Yeah, I'd vote for her for Leia. That'd be that'd be pretty yeah. cool. That'd be cool. I could all. I think Kaylee Atwell would also make a pretty badass Leia. Oh God! Now I've got to imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> How I <laughs> Good grief. Are you okay? You're going to be fine, Charlie? No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Luke and Leia swirling in his head now. Oh, Jeebus. Like, <laughs> it's a Chris Evans sandwich. <laughs> um, yeah, good grief. Um, We're all Marvel stands. Let's throw Brie Larson just, in there. For yeah, the freaking yeah, measure. Yeah, so we can get um, <laughs> the internet. Yeah, I think. But yeah, I think I think that's a really good car. I dig it. I'd go see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, we're making it. <laughs> we're involved I in the process. <laughs> oh man. Okay, what's our next one? Oh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, Uh, by the way, again, thank you, Ben. You're awesome. Um, Let's go. 
Hey guys, it's Josh from Star Wars Spells out here. Congratulations on 50 wonderful moist episodes of your podcast. Uh, here's to another 50. Um, it was great seeing you guys at Celebration, hanging out and having Chicago hot dogs and beers and all sorts of wonderful adventures that we had at Celebration. Can't wait to do it all again next year. Um, just a question. I think you're taking questions, aren't you? You're not just taking compliments on here. But uh, my question is, if you were given an unlimited budget and unlimited access to the Lucasfilm Creature Shop and they said, we'll make you a costume for Celebration next year, you little scamps, uh, what would it be? Uh, ribs. we kind of got a pretty good idea what yours will be. So let's take Salacious off the table. Let's take the MVP off the table. And let's go for the second choice for you and first choice for the boys. Uh, yeah. Can't wait to hear your responses and look forward to seeing you soon. Here's to another 50 wonderful episodes. See you guys. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, oh, you hurt me. I can't pick. I can't even. No salacious and no squalacious crumb. Okay. Oh, man. Claire, what are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I need a minute. <laughs> um, so... Let me let me just clarify. Is the was the question any costume or like did it have to be a creature costume or? Oh, um, we have the access to the creature shop, but I don't think it had to be a creature. Right. Okay. No. Man, this is tough. I'm trying to think like what outfit I would love. Um. Hmm. hmm. Is it something that you do you think it has to be something that reasonably would work? Like it's something that I can think of a possibility for one person to wear as a costume or something that might not work as well. I think it's a hypothetical, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I feel like it's <laughs> Okay, that's fair. <laughs> oh god. Man. Claire's like, I'll be, I'll be a droidica then. <laughs> she just rolls around the floor. I want it so bad. <laughs> Actually, I think my answer Actually, would have to be Boga. Boga! Also, quick shout out to... We had a, I had a Twitter thread earlier today about uh, Jedi Fallen Order and how a lot of people are sort of talking about why I'm being upset by the fact that they can't uh, decapitate or like <laughs> chop people in half in the game and it went to a very serious discussion and debate on whether jedi were aggressive and were the jedi good or bad during the clone wars and then it subsequently went into a whole debate about how people didn't know who boga was and that made me very mad so i'm just calling you out on the podcast saf i'm sorry i'm sorry um um mr bowers my, my friend you disrespect boga indeed i'm throwing the gauntlet down on the boga debate because that Varactyl did not dive enough. That's right. <laughs> I didn't shout see a body. Kristen Hidalgo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout out to Kristen Hidalgo for agreeing with the whole not seeing a body mm-hmm. thing. Yes. So I'm just saying. Just saying. Um, I think if it came to like just standard costumes, I think the ones I love, I would love to just get Lando's looking solo or. Um, or a oh, rebel, or like, yeah. or like a rebel X-wing pilot, but those are too simple. So I'll go for something a little creaturey, and I'll say Tarful. I would want his full outfit because you get 
you get the cuddliness of a Wookiee. Everyone want to give you hugs. But then also you've got like the armor pieces where people know you're ready to throw down to. And I'm pro Wookiee in all things in life. So I would pick Tarful. Can we get... I would also like to come out as pro Wookiee. <laughs> I know that's a really <laughs> radical statement to make. For the record. <laughs> this podcast is pro um, Also, can I throw an honor- honorable mention to my boy... Captain Roos Tarpuls. Captain Tarpuls. Tarpuls in the house? Yes, yes. Charger, use the booba. That's who I want to be as well. I found his little Lego minifigure at Celebration and I bought it. Yes! Zero questions. Oh, so good. That's the correct response. I mean, Mike, zero questions off. (laughs) Meow. Thanks. Um, I think I, uh, even though I joked about it a minute ago, I think I actually will go with the Droidica. Come on, you know how fun <laughs> it would be to roll around in like some sort of like gyro ball Droidica costume. Hey, but I want it to be like, I want it to be like the original Battlefront games where he could like roll up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so if I had to get to a to, to a panel, I just roll up the. Fuck escalator. physics, we got this. <laughs> and you and you can roll for like an hour, right? <laughs> <laughs> keep going. He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, space momentum. It's just going. You just hear someone shout out, oh my god, Mark Camel's over there doing free signings. <laughs> you just see me go, throw it back. A ball and just roll off. Oh That'd my god. I feel like another outfit I would have to mention is um, Captain Phasma. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Always been into that. So, yeah. Those are, those are what I would ask them to break out. I th- I'll say my serious out my serious outfit, like realistic one, would be the um, would be the Luke Skywalker um, episode six mm-hmm. outfit. Oh yeah, or boy in black. Boy looks good in black. But, yeah, like all all variations of that. The one with the poncho as well. Um, the be cool. LBT, it's also a little I, black tunic. <laughs> even though I've been very off. With, with the with the game and like the story just in general and it doesn't really fit in anymore and I hate Dash Render. I really do like the look that Luke has in Shadows oh, yeah. of the Empire. That's a good one. So that would be kind of cool to do. But yeah, thanks Josh. Thank you, sir. Thanks, buddy. Um let's go to our next voicemail. Hey guys, Justin here. Uh, I just wanna congratulate you guys on your fiftieth episode. Wow, what a milestone. Uh, I remember uh, the first episode was when the concept of moist uh, became very trendy uh, on Twitter because of you guys. And uh, I was also introduced to the show through uh, Claire Stribling when I was uh, uh, going through a certain transition in life. Uh, going from first shift to second shift, and it it wasn't really very pleasant, but this show kind of kept my uh, sanity in check from time to time. And uh, I very much enjoyed meeting Charlie and Nikki at Celebration, uh, finally. And uh, I would really like to talk with you guys more often, but I do have a project that's going to be released in the fall. 
So I really can't wait to see what's in store for the Imperial Senate podcast. And uh, thank you guys for uh, keeping me well entertained and uh, basically extending out the Star Wars family for me. Uh, I hope you guys have a very uh, successful and lengthy career with this podcast. And may the force be with you. Oh, thank you, Justin. Justin. One of the goats. He really is. He's one of the like most genuinely kind, like thoughtful human beings, like in this community. And if you don't know Justin, you're missing out. We had a great time with Justin at celebration, and we had a great time watching watching Justin. Dude, watching Justin lip sync to freaking Weird Al Yankovic on the, oh my gosh, in the galaxy stage. It was awesome. What a day. Yeah, thank you so much for always supporting us, Justin. And I'm so excited for your project to come out in the fall because then we get a chance to to listen to what you're getting up to and hear your takes on Star Wars, which is always a lot of fun. I'm so excited for you. Yeah, thanks, dude. I mean... It was really emotional hearing that and you know if we could be any like we do this for fun but also we we want to like we said bring out some sort of positivity and you know joy into the world if we can improve someone's day even for like a few seconds it just means a lot um so yeah thank you for listening sorry for bringing <laughs> moist into your life <laughs> moist is here to stay uh, though but yeah but but not sorry for making your life moister mm. so you can take that to the dentist. Right now. But so yeah, I mean yeah, very emotional. Thank you, dude. We we love spending time with you at celebration. Hopefully we get to spend, see you soon. Um if it's not next time, then hopefully the time like some point in the future. I'm sure our paths will cross again. Um should we go for one more sure. one? Okay, let's go. Hey, Imperial Senate Podcast. It's Matt from Blue Banther Milk Co. I wanted to say thank you for entertaining me for many an hour and congratulations on 50 episodes and double congratulations for not having to use post-production to cover up any of you sharting while you're recording. Um, that's, a, that's a feat of itself. So, you know, good job there, team. Um, my question for you is if you could rewind time and go back 50 episodes, is there anything that you would tell yourselves so that you could potentially do anything differently? Oh, you know what? I actually, I I know my answer to this. (laughs) Um, and, uh, Charlie kind of mentioned this at the top. But when we started, we we tried to sort of follow the the mold of what we thought it meant to be like a Star Wars podcast, where you had to like sit down and be like, "Well, here's my very serious take on this," and blah blah blah, which is all very good. But I think yeah, like the moment we we found we could just get away with being the idiots that we were, <laughs> um, <laughs> and, just, and just like just say say the dumb shit and just be like just have fun in our own way and not feel like we have to cover this the way other podcasts do. 
I think if we if we found that earlier, we would have. I mean, not that's not saying like oh we we like struggle bust our way. I mean, those are still like fun to do. Um, but I think had we found that earlier, we probably it would have been fun to like revisit all the old news, but with that that current vibe we have. Yeah, it kind of felt like we always had one hand mm-hmm. tied behind our back in terms of. I don't. Yeah, I feel like we were trying to be something that we're not necessarily. Like I mean, we weren't ourselves, and I feel like when we were ourselves, the fun comes out and it's earnest, and people like earnesty, and so it's not a surprise that more people started listening once we started being weirder. And um, that's a good answer. I think I agree, but I'd add that. I wish we found Kristen and Claire sooner Aww. and started with like from day one with those two because I feel like, you know, ever since you guys joined and I know Kristen's not with us anymore, but obviously like her heart and her, her wit and everything is still part of the show and has influenced us. And I feel like, yeah, it would have been cool to have you guys along for some of that news maybe to react with the Rogue like One Claire wasn't even born yet <laughs> but, <laughs> I know it's weird oh my god <laughs> we've been doing this for decades she was still gestating <laughs> back in back in my youth before, like <laughs> 30 episodes ago or 25 episodes ago when I joined oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, I think not like to run the risk of being a little bit like real with you guys. Um, oh God. (laughs) Um, I want, I wanted to do a star Wars podcast for a very long time before I joined the Imperial Senate. And I think the thing that I would have told myself 50 episodes ago before I was even a blip on, on joining the Imperial Senate podcast. Um, I think it was, it would just be do it, put yourself out there and, um, and don't be afraid of the backlash because, um, that's the one biggest thing. I was so self-conscious about being a girl in this space and being, and, you know, and just, the fan interactions that I had had in the wrong spaces um, and, Mm. and certain other star Wars groups that were particularly unkind to me based on who I interacted with and things of the end, things of that nature. So the biggest thing I would have told myself is be confident and go for it for the love of God. Like, talk to these guys and join their damn podcast earlier. And, uh, and then the other thing is once you do get on the podcast, don't spend three or four episodes, like being nervous to talk the whole freaking time. Just if you sound like an idiot, great, just be you. And it doesn't matter if anyone listens or not. What just matters is that you're enjoying yourself and you're able to discuss things that you enjoy with people you enjoy. And if someone else connects with it, fucking awesome but just don't be afraid to share what you're thinking that's what i would have said i was yeah like i always think the best shows are the ones where it's irrelevant if they're being recorded or not like i feel like if we were just sitting around we would be saying pretty much the same things um and 
I think that's what makes a strong sort of bond between um, like co-hosts of anything where it's yeah. like, it's like, we're literally just recording conversations <laughs> for you guys yeah. with, a, with a bit of intro and outro. <laughs> um, so we I, actually I think, like talking to each other. What? Yeah. Like that's, it's super important. If you're like thinking about starting a show, it's like, you have to be, if you're doing it with others, just the only important thing is that you're comfortable with them because then the rest will just fall into place. Yeah, I absolutely like a spot on. It's the, like, we can talk about Star Wars news forever, and you know that's fine. But we actually do care about each other. We actually are a family. We love each other, and I feel like it, I think that comes across, and I feel like that's why people like listening to us. It's because it, we're genuine about that. <laughs> the dogs and, agree. Um, <laughs> the dogs agree. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And yeah, I think I think that's what's most that's what's special about it. And I feel like one of the things we do quite well as well is that we don't we're very open about being infallible. We make mistakes. We mess up a lot. We where the Han Solo of the podcasting world, where we we get by. Yeah, but much cooler than us. <laughs> no, no, I feel like we are pretty cool, but we also at the same Han Solo. Everyone thinks he's cool, but at the same time, he's also like hitting his car to make it work. He's a goof. <laughs> and that's what we are. <laughs> we're hitting the machine to make sure that the podcast like, picks us up. I mean, we're, we're we're doing episode fifteen. I've only just worked out how to fix my microphone to make me sound louder. Um, that was a new revelation today. Wasn't that exciting? <laughs> it's pretty good. It's probably the first time you oh guys. Oh my have god, heard it me really speak. is. You've um, always been so quiet in our ears. I'm so happy to finally know what you sound like, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> and in real life, I have to be that same quiet voice just to blend it's true. in. And it's so true. Hi, I'm there. <laughs> um, yeah, should we move on to the yeah, final game? Awesome. So starting off, we've got um, Ed Boshart, who says, Hey guys, huge congratulations to getting into your 50th episode. It definitely takes a lot of work and team coordination to get it done. On to my hopefully fan, fun question. I was recently reading Master and Apprentice. And it was mentioned by Rail Avaros. Great name, by the way. Um, don't say that until you've been to a bachelorette party in Kashyyyk. <laughs> so this begs the question. If you were going to have a bachelorette bachelor party in the Star Wars galaxy, where would it be and why? Mm. Keep up the good work. It probably wouldn't be on Kashyyyk because now all I picture is like 70s porno, like grooming. Um. Hmm. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> just, Sorry. And we're pro Wookie, <laughs> but around the bush, a perimeter creates it's a perimeter. Like, your hair creates. <laughs> like, oh, Wookie for carpets. <laughs> Do the carpets match the drapes? Ooh. Do the walking carpets match the drapes? There we go. Yeah, that's the one. That's the winner. <laughs> <laughs> and edit up to there. <laughs> there we go. 
I'm funnier than than I seem, guys. There we go. <laughs> Laugh it up, oh, Okay. Um, does anybody have a legitimate answer so I can stop thinking about? Um, it what depends what kind of party you're looking for. I feel like what's well, a bachelorette bachelor party, so it has to be pretty wild. Well, that's a question. Like, does it? Is that is that in, does that depend on the person? I don't know, Nikki. Are you? Fun? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> joking. Um, yeah, I got t- I got two options. I think probably, but uh, I don't know. I'm going on. Does anyone else have something, or should I just? I would say bachelorette, bachelor party. I know what you mean. Like, I'm not too crazy, but I, again, I'd like to have some fun. So I would say maybe. I'm trying. I'm sure that. I mean, it's Coruscant because there's just a lot. Those lower levels there. know what's up. I mean, I wouldn't go to the levels <laughs> at all. Um, at least you gotta go to the Outlanders bar. Not too high, but not too low. Grab some death sticks. I mean, absolutely. What you want some racing? No. Sexy pole Let's dancing droids. Mmm. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. waitress when he's shut down. She works the pole now on thirteen thirteen. my my honorable <laughs> what? what are we laughing at i told you these dogs are cool. some strong opinions on the bachelor party topic <laughs> <I> really do <laughs> um <laughs> will not stop good lord um but, but i am <laughs> you talk I'm, okay. I'm muting myself for a bit <laughs> i have a choice i have what I, I would like to go have my bachelorette party on canto bite oh that's a good you choice a little gambling you get glitz and glamour you get the finer things in life um I think that would be a really fun place to have a bachelorette party. I'm not a huge gambler, but um, but I would I would definitely play some sabak on Canto Bite and lose all my money, and then go bet some money on a father race and then lose that too. But I'll have some fancy ass champagne. Yep. So that'd be I cool. Think, I think I know mine. Mine would be a mix of both the the calm and the wild, and I think I'd have to go hit up Naboo. I would. I would go oh, and rent one. a nice villa in the Lake District um, where we can have like some great times, just chilling, you know, on the beach, see the water, and then take a speeder over to Theed and, uh, you know, just fucking hit the, hit the nightlife, go, you know, and probably some sexy Gungans around. <laughs> um, and, uh, Wait a minute, Nikki. Oh. What? What? <laughs> Things about your taste in women, Nikki. <laughs> Well, is it so they can they can check out yeah, your personality? <laughs> you know, Reed, Reed's genealogy of of Palpatine and Jar Jar and whatnot it really opened my eyes a lot to the possibilities. Um, but anyway, some consider it to be. A <laughs> but I think I think Naboo can balance it, where you get that that quiet time where you can just sort of relax and take stock of your lives together, and then you can hit Theed. 
and just be like, oh man, I bet that place pops off at night. I believe it. See, now, now I've just got the mental image of Nikki and his mates in the grassy field laughing and rolling over with all these animals. Sounds good to with me. These tick, tick bear horses or whatever they are. Wait, the giant potatoes? Yeah. The giant potatoes mm. with eight <laughs> meter snouts. Yeah. <laughs> and, Nick, and then Nikki looks at some stripper and says, Hey, do you think a dictation <laughs> would be cool? <laughs> uh, yeah. Nothing Excuse gets me? a lady's voice quite like dictatorship. Um, oh, lovely. That's bad, man. <laughs> She's into uh, it. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, Claire, do you want to read the next I question? I would love to. So, <laughs> so we have an email from Taylor Green who says in Kenobi voice, hello there. Uh, congratulations on 50 episodes. My question for you is what upcoming Star Wars project are each of you looking forward to most other than The Rise of Skywalker? I've enjoyed listening to all the moist shenanigans so far. Keep up the good work. May the force be with you. Mm. Thanks, Taylor. Yes, indeed. Thank you. May the force be with you too, buddy. Hell yeah. All right. What are you guys looking forward to? Mandalorian. Hmm. Um, Mandalorian. Yeah. That's a safe bet. Um, I was apprehensive. Um, but I have to say the the footage and just everything about the celebration panel won me over. So I feel like that is what I'm most anticipating. Clone Wars less so because I feel like a lot of that story arc I kind of know. So it's not like I'm completely going in fresh. Uh, I'm really excited for it and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing that more fight scene with the Ray Park stuff. But in terms of the Mandalorian, it's an era that we haven't really explored and I feel like I'm more, I'm I'm more into that sort of. I want to delve more into that six to seven time period, and having the show, the creators behind it, obviously, are amazing. The actors and stuff that I'm too excited for the Mandalorian. The most. yeah, I think I would agree. I think that um, even not not even just specifically the Mandalorian. I think what what sort of live action programming they'll do through Disney Plus will sort of determine a lot about. The, like general future of Star Wars content. Um, and that has to do with the sort of like the group of directors they've assembled and also sort of that like in-house writing core of sort of writers they want to develop over time through these shows. Um, I think that's sort of like the most exciting thing. Um, but for the sake of saying something different, I will add, I'm really excited for what the future of um, alphabet squadron is with the way it's sort of like a trilogy of books but it's also got this like marvel crossover component and it sort of gets into the same thing of of uh digging into this era that we've not really had anything uh for yet which is you know between six and seven and it's it's going to be fun to watch that era really populate i'm excited to read alphabet squadron that's a good choice I hadn't thought about that. Oh, 
Yeah, I think I think that the easy choice is the Mandalorian because live action Star Wars outside of a movie hasn't happened, and it looks like they're doing it top notch. Um, but also, even though I know a lot of the stories that are going to happen in the Clone Wars final season, that might be what I'm emotionally the most excited for because of how strongly connected I am to so many of those characters. And even though we see so many of them in Rebels, um, it's going to be nice to have that closure on that story that meant so much to me during that point in my life um, where I connected to Ahsoka and I needed to through my Star Wars dark times. Um, I think it's going to be a very emotionally satisfying experience to watch the final season. Um, But my honorable mention is to throw out, um, even though it's not official Lucasfilm content, um, I'd like to throw out um, Catherine Neen's Twitter feed once the Diego Luna um, Cassian Andor television series comes out because that is going to be spicy and I cannot wait to see what she tweets out and what, what dirty dancing Havana Nights gifts we get from that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I agree with that. That's going to be moist. Moist, baby. Oh, it's going to be It's going to be like a whole fucking... Like Camino oh, down Magnificent. Nikki, going to read the next Absolutely. question. This one comes from Chris Hall. Our, our last question as well, sorry. Yeah, this last one is uh, from Chris Hall. Yay, he says... Buddy. Hey guys, congratulations on 50 episodes, and thanks for being such a positive light in this community. It was great to meet you guys in Chicago. Well, two-thirds of you. Claire, fellow crumb lover, thanks for trying to explain baseball to me at Wrigley Field. I still have (laughs) no clue, but your enthusiasm for your sport in those Arctic conditions was infectious. Charlie, to hear the accent of a fellow countryman on the other side of the world when my anxiety was at peak levels was comforting, to say the least. And Nikki, unfortunately, we didn't cross paths, but hopefully we will in Anaheim. Your passion for Lego is one of my favorite things about the show. Keep doing what you do, guys. Stay positive, stay awesome, and stay moist. Thanks, Chris. And you stay fantastic in every single way. And you keep up your fantastic work. The crumb shirts are phenomenal. I they're just I just every piece of artwork that you have created I, and I've seen, I've just been wowed by your talent and your passion and your just genuine warmth and kindness to everybody. So you are a delight, and I'm so glad that you reached out to us, man. To to and just, I hope you can come out for Anaheim because we'll we won't have any Arctic conditions to discuss baseball in, but we'll have a good time anyway. Well, we could get cold and go see the Anaheim Ducks. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. Thanks for the message, Chris. And of course, we will we will make it happen at Anaheim. We will have to meet and. Further discuss Lego. <laughs> it isn't my contract as an employee. I have to discuss Lego. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's uh, 
it'll, it'll be great to meet you in Anaheim. We got to make that happen. He's so good. Yeah, dude, we love you. And again, thank you for the amazing, amazing shirts and artwork. And I mean, everyone's loving the Salacious artwork. We love the Salacious artwork. And it's so cool. It's so cool seeing people wear it. It's I want awesome. it tattooed on my body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I need it. Okay. Are you sure are you sure you're gonna go with that? Yep. I'm sticking okay. to it. Not a gonk droid. No no gonk droids, Charlie. No gonk droids. Never mind. Um well I think that's all we've got time for for us. Are you okay? I'm fine. I'm just it's it's fine. Okay. Um <laughs> Uh, thank you for listening to the 50th episode. Um, I've just got a few things to say before we leave. Um, before we wrap up, I just want to say thank you sincerely from the bottom of our hearts. Star Wars has always been part of our lives, but being part of this podcast, Heck Family, has made our lives even better. In particular, I would like to thank Ben for being the best whoop, about whoop. your hard work. Oh, oh, that's the dogs again. Um <laughs> Without your hard work, we would never have an episode out. You put up with our shenanigans even more so than our listeners. Sorry, guys. Yeah, they agree. Um, <laughs> Seth, you're the best pod mom we could ask for. You helped to give our show a home, provided the best feedback, and helped us become who we are today. Without your kindness, we probably wouldn't be here now. We love you. Now, um... Claire, put that mic back on. Sorry, the dogs are getting we out of control. Are, we are... <laughs> they're excited. They are. They don't know what you're up to, but they want to yeah. find out. Okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, okay. I'm... <laughs> Every time I talk, they start going. Okay, um, Nikki, uh, you helped me feel at home when I never quite felt like I fit in anywhere else. Despite the madness of the past few years, you always managed to stick by my side and provided laughs and levity throughout some pretty dark days. Without your friendship, this podcast simply wouldn't exist, and I'm deeply honored to be your friend. Oh, thanks, my man. Aww. Claire. Oh, no. You're... <laughs> <laughs> you're one of the shining pillars of this community. The fact that you didn't even think for a second before joining this crazy ragtag family proves it's both a testament to your passion for Star Wars and how lucky we are to have you. You're hilarious, kind, and truly one of the best human beings I've ever met. I know I've become a better person just having met you. Thank you guys for the best three years, and I can't wait to hit 100. Not 100 people, 100 episodes. <laughs> 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 <Just to clarify. laughs> Watch out in Anaheim. Um, and to you the listeners we are forever indebted to you for well bothering to listen at all (laughs) Uh, yeah we love you thank you no i am i'm I'm so (laughs) proud of you guys and i'm so proud of the this crazy ridiculous podcast we've thrown together with duct tape and moisture 
<laughs> Delicious. Let's <laughs> calm down. <laughs> <laughs> and and no, honestly, I couldn't ask for more hilarious, just delightful, entertaining, and warm, loving human beings to talk to for hours on end about Star Wars and just you guys put in so much hard work and enthusiasm and just good ideas and just support emotionally and mentally. And just like, I am so thankful that you guys are, are members of my, my little family, my star Wars family. I couldn't have picked a better pod family if I tried. I love you guys. (laughs) Feels. Um, (laughs) Everywhere. Uh, Yeah. I think just, like what everyone said, it's, it's amazing to do this show with the two of you and also with Kristen during her time with us. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like it's, it's just awesome to do this show for, for the listeners. Cause um, like seriously going to celebration and having people like compliment us about <laughs> what we're doing was, was both amazing and surreal. I was like, well, people actually like enjoy this and they're like having a good time with us. And that sort of energy is what makes us want to like keep doing this, keep getting better. And um, hopefully after these this 50th episode, the next 50 will be, you know, even more than what we could have hoped for. And, and um, I hope, I hope we see as many of you as we can in, in Anaheim next year, because celebration is always the fun place to meet up. Please. And please reach out to us. I like, I love talking to people that like enjoy the same shit and listen to us and just, and have something to say. So just never hesitate to reach out. We love to chat Star Wars with you and we hope to meet all of you at some point. Hopefully y'all can come to Anaheim. Definitely. And um, I don't know if I can go to Anaheim yet or not, but I'm certainly going to say I am going to push for it. Um, I know I want to be there. I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to try my best. And if I do, we're going to try and really, really push a bit harder for our podcast next year. And hopefully you'll get to see a bit more from us and we can give back a, a bit more to you guys because we are, like I said, indebted to you. And we love you. Lots of love. So, let's Even wrap the dogs. Up. Even the dogs. <laughs> the dogs love you too, strangers. <laughs> so, uh, don't forget, you can follow the podcast at ImpsNitPod on Twitter, at ImperialSnitPod on Instagram. Like us on Facebook for show updates and other cool stuff. If you ever feel like sending us in a question or voicemail, you can send it to ImperialSnitPodcast at gmail.com. Get some sweet swag from tpublic.com forward slash user forward slash the Imperial Senate podcast. And don't forget to become a patron on our Patreon page because that would be super cool. And if you play Star Wars Battlefront 2 on PlayStation Network, join our community group where sometimes we know play every now and then. Uh, we haven't done it for a while, but I'm sure we'll do that at some point soonish. Um, Yes, I reach a normal human schedule next week begins my normal 40 hours a week as opposed to 60. So there will be Star Wars, people. (laughs) Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
So where can we keep up with the rest of you guys online? I know for sure that I you can find me on Twitter at CMWASHBY. And uh, I'm sure if you um, steal my phone and then do find my... No, wait, that doesn't work. Wait. It's like find my phone, but it's find my iPhone owner. You just click on the, the phone and you can find me. Um, yeah, that'll work. I put, yeah, I put a biological, biological chip in my in my hand. Um, where can people find you guys, though? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Naquishus, N-A-Q-U-I-C-I-O-U-S. You know what? Also on Instagram at Nictifer, N-I-C-T-O-P-H-E-R. Yes, yes, and you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at C Strips. Oh, sure. <laughs> C S T R I B S. Um, and don't hesitate to share your dog or salacious grum photos and gifts, please. Please. Do it. <laughs> She's not desperate at all. No. Yes. Yeah, it's always great to end our fiftieth episode with some desperation. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kurt, if you're listening, um, please send me some coke. Um, <laughs> and Nikki, you want anything while we're here? Um, nah, I'm good right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Imperial Senate Podcast. The Force will be with you always, and we'll be back with 50 more episodes. Let's do it. See ya. (laughs) Bye, everyone. has to